0: Hey, it's Andriana here and I don't know where you are what it's like but it is a freaking beautiful start to October here where I am in northern Ontario. It has been summer-like temperatures combined with the beauty and the the foliage and just like that non-bug comfort relaxation vibe of the fall and it's just this beautiful, beautiful time of year. And we are gearing up for the Thanksgiving holiday here in Canada. And if you are a little bit south of the border, you have a little bit longer to wait until Thanksgiving. And if you are overseas, to be quite honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're celebrating, if you're celebrating, and what the timelines are. But there's never a bad time. It is always a good time to talk about happiness. And as we lead into the, the holiday where we express gratitude and we give thanks for what it is that we have, I wanted to tackle the topic of happiness overall, because in a previous episode, we were talking about success. My last solo episode that you can check out a couple of episodes ago is all about happy success. And we look at the the work of Michael Neal in his book, Effortless Success, and the the concept of happy success that he talks about, and the four different types of happiness. I want to give a bit of a different perspective that does have a lot of similar themes and, and, and lines in some of the work of Arthur Brooks who is a, um, he is a number one best-selling author. He's a Harvard professor. He is a PhD social scientist and he is a columnist for the Atlantic. But what he specializes is using science and philosophy to provide people with actionable strategies to live their best lives. So he really is an expert on happiness. And I heard him in a few other interviews on other podcasts, and he has a brand new book out with, Oprah herself, and so I wanted to talk about some of the themes that he describes in looking at happiness not being a feeling, happiness not being a destination, as so many of us look to, but happiness really being a choice. So if you are interested in this topic, let's just dive right in. Hey, I'm Andriana Gonko, and this is the Juggle is Real podcast. As I share my ongoing journey from experiencing burnout to leading a more mindful and intentional life with better balance, I hope you feel seen, that you realize your worth, lighten your load, and prioritize your own needs. As we hear from leading experts and well-known faces in the wellness, entrepreneurship, education, and motherhood space. I hope you gain insights, proven practices, and learn actionable tools to help you enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. Most of all, I hope you find what you need to simplify, streamline, and supercharge your own journey of better balance and self-love. Are you with me? Let's get started. Okay, my friends, I know that for so many of us, when we talk about happiness, when we think about happiness, or even when we think about like our goals for life, what do we want in life? Oftentimes we say we want to be happy. You know, at the end of the day, I just want to be happy. And of course, that is something that we we want to be, we want to um, really embody. But I thought it was really interesting as I listened to interviews with as I mentioned, Harvard professor and PhD social scientist, Arthur Brooks, how he describes happiness, not being a feeling and happiness, not being a destination. You know, so many of us think, well, if I do this, then I'll be happy. Or when I get to this point in my life, then I'll be happy. And we look outwards and we look outside of ourselves and we feel think that this feeling that we can sometimes get is what happiness is or happiness being that end point that we are striving for, that we're trying to get to. And so I really love hearing this perspective because Arthur Brooks is sort of the expert. He's done the longest study in through Harvard on happiness, and he has written many, many books. His most recent book is uh, co-authored by Oprah herself. And um, I'll, I'll definitely allude to that. You could definitely check that book out. But it, it's um, the book is called build the life you want. And it's by our Arthur C. Brooks in Oprah Winfrey. But what I wanted to explore today is some of the the themes and some of the information that he provides in happiness really being a choice and how we can look to becoming happier through our experiences, because as he describes it, happiness is not a feeling, but an experience. And so I thought I would share, you know, I, I mentioned and I alluded to a couple episodes ago. Um, and you could check out that episode on the the Juggler's Reel, which is called Happy Success, The Effortless Way, where I really dive into the the work of Michael Neal and a book that I really love that's called Effortless Success where Michael describes four types of happiness, and they are pleasure, satisfaction, meaning, and fulfillment. And I go into detail and I provide some examples in that episode. But what Arthur Brooks describes is happiness being a little bit different but there's a lot of similarities. So I thought, you know what, let's take a look at this perspective through the research that he's done and see sort of what might stick for you and also finish with an exercise that can actually help us moving into action to gain more of that experience of happiness to actually be more happy in our daily lives. So we're not making happiness a destination. We're not just looking to the feeling of happiness, but we're actually experiencing happiness and we are living happiness every single day. Um, So the science of happiness Arthur Brooks goes into really includes some pillars of happiness. And I'll talk about those in just a minute. Um, But quickly, just a shout out. I heard a full interview with Arthur Brooks um, on the Yap podcast with host. So you can definitely check that out as well, because he goes into a lot of detail about, you know, happiness, not being a feeling, happiness, not being a destination, but happiness really being a choice. So what he says is the goal is not to get to happy. It is that you can be building on your happiness every single day. And so when he when we when we describe the feeling of happiness, actually not being true happiness And happiness not being a feeling, what he means by that is that having the feeling of happiness, because that is a feeling, but feeling happy is the evidence of happiness, okay? But it's not happiness itself. And I'll say that again. The feeling is the evidence of happiness, but feeling happy is not happiness itself. So the example that he gives, and this is pretty fitting as we head into Thanksgiving weekend, smelling a turkey is evidence of Thanksgiving dinner, but it is not that turkey dinner itself, right? So the feeling of being happy is not happiness. Just like smelling a turkey is not the same thing as actually sitting down and having the experience of that Thanksgiving dinner and that turkey dinner. So what Arthur says is that there are different types of of happiness, and we need all of them in order to gain happiness in our day-to-day life. So number one, and, and this is kind of where we mirror a little bit from Michael Neal, because as you can recall, Michael Neal in his book that I outlined describes four types of happiness, pleasure, satisfaction, meaning, and fulfillment, Arthur Brooks describes it in um, three ways, and he describes it as enjoyment, satisfaction, and purpose. So let's go into these three a little bit more, and then I'll talk about his four pillars of true happiness, and we'll get to our final exercise. So the first type of happiness is enjoyment, and he says this is not pleasure. So to get enjoyment, which is a true source of happiness, you need both the source of pleasure less people, less memory. Okay. So like Michael Neal says, pleasure is one type of happiness. Arthur Brooks says, enjoyment is that equation of having pleasure with people and a memory. So we need the experience of pleasure. And he gets into some science and I'm not the one to speak to that, but looking to that prefrontal cortex of the brain, that's the CEO of the brain. That's that executive functioning part of our brain. We need the experience of it in order to actually have that happiness. So enjoyment is a true source of happiness. So to enjoy something is to feel pleasure with people. So you're not alone and to be able to have that memory of it. So enjoyment is that first type of happiness. The second type of happiness, and this one I really love, is satisfaction. Okay. So again, we're we're mirroring what Michael Neal says. And it's that joy that you get after struggle. Right. So we understand especially in adulthood, that deferred gratification, delayed gratification. We know that oftentimes we will feel satisfied after overcoming something that's challenging or something that is a struggle, but with satisfaction, the feeling that that experience of satisfaction is not something that lasts. So it comes, you get it, and then it goes. So, for instance, you might feel satisfied after you reach a goal. Maybe um, you know you wanted to to be promoted to a new position, or you had a certain revenue goal for your business. You get the satisfaction once you reach your goal, but then that's it. The goal has now been achieved, and now it's gone. And so you look to the next one. So, real satisfaction. As Arthur Brooks says, is not about getting more. It's about having that experience of 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 gaining something that is kind of like a reverse bucket list. So, what can you what can you um, be satisfied to achieve? And that is another way to be happy. So we've got enjoyment number one, satisfaction number two, and then number three we have purpose. And um, as Michael Neal calls it, we we um, he calls it meaning and fulfillment. But Arthur Brooks describes purpose as being the number one, the most important part of this happiness equation, because purpose really is the reason why we're here. That's our why. And so this is that sense of significance. And he actually uses the word meaning, you know, that meaning that we have, which oftentimes requires feeling pain, feeling sadness, feeling grief, feeling struggle to have and to have purpose. So it's interesting because I know that in a lot of the information that I share and and, um, especially coming from my own personal experience of, you know, having struggles and experiencing, you know, health issues and, and, and experiencing burnout now changing my lifestyle, changing how I'm looking at things, changing the intention behind what I'm doing, sometimes it can be misconstrued, and I, I did share this in the last solo episode as well, is that, you know, if it feels bad, then you have to make it stop, you know, so that it's it's bad. If there's any suffering involved, that there's something wrong with you and you have to end the suffering, you have to end the pain, you have to end whatever is is, is bad. And so what, what Arthur Brooks says is that suffering really is normal and we do need an element of that in our lives because when we do hard things, and this made me think of Glennon Doyle for anyone who's read, um, untamed by Glennon Doyle, we can do hard things, but he says, when we do hard things, we become stronger. We become more resilient And through those experiences, we gain more purpose. So he says that there's a test that you can do and I'll share a link uh, in the podcast notes so you can get to his website, arthurbrooks.com. But if you want your life to have more meaning and purpose, you answer these two questions. And so I'm going to pose these questions now. This is something you might have an answer to right away. I know for one of the questions, I did have an answer right away, and maybe you might require some thought, but he says, until you have the answers to these questions, you will not have that true purpose, that why, that reason for being here. So question number one, if you want to have your life, if you want your life to have more meaning and more purpose, ask yourself why are you alive? Why are you alive? And that can either mean, you know, what created you or what were you put on this earth to do? So why are you here? And then question number two that you should ask yourself if you want your life to have a meaning and purpose is for what would you be willing to die for today? for what would you be willing to die right now here and today? So this might take some time. You might have to think about it, but in order to find true purpose, Arthur Brooks says you have to have answers to these questions, which will then guide you in your life in finding more meaning, more contentment, and happiness. So um, before I get to The exercise that I want to share and in sharing his four pillars, I just want to mention one thing. And this is also really in line with that notion of, of, you know, if, if it hurts, then stop. But what Arthur Brooks says is that in order to be more happy, we need more discipline. So dividing your day up with creative work and grunt work. It doesn't mean that if you don't like it, you never have to do it. It doesn't mean that all you have to do is think positively and then everything will come to you that you've ever desired. And I spoke about this in the past is that moving into action is that really important and critical step. And what Arthur Brooks says is that to be more happy, it's a practice. You have to have discipline. And what he says is really maximizing the, the dopamine in your brain, that feel good, that pleasure sensor in the creative work that you're doing. And he suggests doing this in the morning, waking up earlier, um, um, doing some type of movement, some type of exercise, moving your body in a way that can really boost those feel good hormones in your body. Have that, that exercise of, of, you know, if it's your morning coffee and meditation or some type of mindfulness practice, and then get into the creative work first thing in the day and follow it with that grunt work. It doesn't mean you don't do anything. It doesn't mean that you'll never have to do anything that you don't enjoy ever again. It means dividing up your work and being really disciplined in what you're choosing to do. And I think that makes a lot of sense because um, oftentimes we can get into ruts, right? And and um you know when we when we look to the the laws and and when we look to the laws of the universe and we think about you know physics and inertia you know an object in motion continues to move whereas an object that is not in motion it it requires a lot more energy in order to get it moving so this notion of being disciplined means that you are are doing and you are building on what you're doing to continuously move to get happier means to be disciplined enough that you can continue moving forward step-by-step every single day. So the final thing that I will share um, based on the work of Arthur Brooks is the the pillars of true happiness. And he uses these four pillars to describe what it means to to be happy. Um, And so I'd like to just share those now. His pillars that he uses are faith, family, friendship, and work. And he says that you need these in order to truly be happy, to live better and to be happier. And this is based on his research in behavioral science and neuroscience and philosophy and wisdom tradition. So faith, it doesn't necessarily mean that you um, subscribe to a certain religion, but it just means that you are willing and able to see that there is something bigger than yourself, that you are one small piece of this this larger puzzle. And so you need to have that faith in what's larger and what's bigger and what's beyond yourself in order to be happy. The second one is family. And I think that for most of us listening, um, I know that answering my question of like, for what would you be willing to die today? And I mean right away, I was like, well, my children, like a hundred percent I would, I would be willing to die today if it meant that something good would or not bad would happen to my children. Right. So, um, family is that second pillar of true happiness, but he notes that it's on your terms, right? It's not having, you know, um, you know, poor relationships and not having boundaries and, 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 you know, passive aggression, but it's family and relationships within your family on your terms, which leads into the third pillar of true happiness, which is friendships. And true friendships, not friendships because it provides you with something better or, you know, it leads you to, um, you know, gaining more pleasure, right? Because as he describes, pleasure is not a form of happiness, right? In order to, to achieve enjoyment, you need pleasure plus people, plus that memory. So with friendships, those true friendships, people that you don't need anything from, People that, um, you know, you truly love them for who they are and it's reciprocated. And then the fourth pillar of true happiness is at work. And, you know, it's your job, your career, that version of success, but it's work that serves others. It's finding that meaning and that purpose of being in service and doing things that for you um, build on your strengths and, and allow you to. Um, be of service. So those are those four pillars, faith, family, friendships, and work. Um, And so as we're in this sort of gear up towards Thanksgiving, and maybe we're thinking a little bit more about um, what we have in our lives or what we want more of in our lives, um, maybe we're looking to express gratitude. I thought that I could share an exercise that has helped me in working, working every day to being happier and not using happiness as a destination, not simply looking to happiness as a feeling, but truly looking to experience and looking to be happy and building on that every single day. Um, And so if. If you're able to, or if you're interested, you can grab a sheet of paper, grab a pen, maybe you can open up um, the notes portion of your phone, or you can just sit back and think about this a little bit. Um, and if you've ever been through any type of coaching practices, it might be familiar with you the the notion of be, do, have, or the notion of, you know, our thoughts create our feelings, which in turn lead to our actions. And so as we think about happiness being a choice, we can look to some thoughts, some some memories of when we were happy. And so I want you to, to write that down. And so we can look to our memories. We can look to goals that we have. And we can look to perhaps experiences that we felt happy or were happy in. And I want you to write that down. So what are the thoughts? You know, I am so happy now that, and what is that? What's coming up for you? I was so happy when, and it can be something as simple as like, I was so happy when I found out that I was expecting my first child or, um, I'm so happy, um, looking to the future, and you know a goal that you're going to achieve so what are what does happiness mean for you right now what is happiness and just jot down some of those thoughts that come to mind it can it can be something that you feel will provide pleasure i mean we 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 know that pleasure isn't necessarily a form of happiness but think about those things that provided you with pleasure with people and having that memory what is something that is that you really enjoy and I like to look to this. I have five pillars of well-being that that I like to, to share with people. And the first one is to nurture, right? And so that's doing something for you solely for your own enjoyment. It's not for someone else. It's not because you think you should be doing it. It's not because it's trending. It's not because you think it's going to make someone else happy. But what is something that you truly love just for the sake of doing it? maybe think about that right now. And we know that our thoughts do create our feelings. So now once you've jotted down some of those thoughts, it can be, you know, enjoyment. It can be memories. It can be um, goals that you have that you're looking towards. What are those feelings that are coming up for you? Right. And and you can say happiness because we know happiness is a feeling that you can have. It's not the source. It's not the, it's not it's not being happy but happiness can be the feeling that you have what else are you feeling when you think about these experiences or these goals or this this sense of this sense of enjoyment or satisfaction that you are 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 aligned with what are the feelings that come up i know oftentimes a feeling of just pure love comes and washes over me when i think about my goals or when i think about some of my my happiest memories oftentimes, you know, for people's freedom, that sense of freedom, um, a, a feeling of, of just peace and serenity, um, a sense of joy. What are, what are those feelings that are being conjured up and take a minute? And, 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 and as you're thinking those thoughts, what are the feelings that are coming up from you for you? And then from the feelings we then move into our actions. So this is where we're really aligned with Arthur Brooks in not having happiness being just a destination, not happiness being just a feeling, but happiness really being a choice. Because now as you've had these, these thoughts, and it, it can be these expressions of gratitude what you have and, and what is really, uh, what you're really thankful for in your life. Those feelings that are conjured up thanks to those thoughts. And now how are you going to move into action? What are you going to do to actually experience happiness and to experience more happiness? So it can be, you know, that you're, you're going to, you know, make a small donation to a charity that's going to benefit People, um, it can be that you're going to call that friend that you've been thinking about and you haven't seen in forever to go grab a coffee or to go take a walk or just to have a conversation. It can be to set up that meeting with your boss or that prospective client to see if there's potential for for growth, potential for new business, to gain that satisfaction in achieving something that might feel hard, that might feel challenging that you're going to pursue and feel that sense of satisfaction and gain happiness through making it over that hurdle. So what are the actions that you can take from your thoughts and feelings to actually experience it and to make the choice that this is your life. You only get one life as we know it here. And now so don't make happiness a far off place that maybe someday you'll get to. Don't make happiness just that feeling, that, that that rush or that surge that you're going to soon forget about and you're going to need to keep scrolling in order to keep getting those, those different hormone re- releases. Make happiness a choice now so that you can have experiences now that will make you happier today that will snowball into tomorrow and that you can move into every single day, every single week, every year of your life. So that's where we're going to end this episode. And I would love to know what you're going to do now. Here and now, you know, I'm all about the the self-care and prioritizing yourself. So how can you prioritize your happiness? And it can be in some really small way. What can you be doing now? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Andreana G. That's A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. And if you liked this episode, if you thought it was kind of cool, if you were interested in the insights that I found in the research that I did, I'd be so grateful if you could share it with one friend who you think could use this information as well, make them happier in their lives. Maybe that's your action step is sharing this episode with one person to help them Gain more happiness in their life. And if you enjoyed this episode, can you please leave me a five star rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? Uh, That just helps other people in finding this information and making everyone just happier overall. So if you are celebrating Thanksgiving this weekend, I wish you so much love. And if it's not for a few weeks, that's okay. I send you all my love as well. And I can't wait to see you back here for another episode of The Juggle is Real. Take good care.